All right. Yeah. Hello and welcome to the Keen on Things podcast. I'm your host, um, Patrick Keani. Thanks for joining, man. I, I, I just I don't get I don't get you. I don't get you. What are you doing? I mean, I think this podcast started with more people than it has now listening, but uh, I'll take it. I'll go backwards. We'll go backwards on this. We'll go in the negative. You know, why not? Everybody wants followers. How about unfollowers? That's how you get followers. That's how you get ratings. Um, the title is, this is my 47th episode of doing this. We're almost at a year. We're at the 48th week. Obviously, I took the Super Bowl two-week break, but uh, this is the 48th week, 47th episode. Um, the title of this episode is called, Now What? Question mark. No football this week, which is hard, really hard, serious struggle. We're dealing with some serious stuff here. Um, and, uh, you know, this country is very football-minded, um, I think. Anyway, um, no football this week, which it, when it ends, it ends hard and fast. Like, there isn't even talk about it anymore. Now it's kind of NBA all-star talk, if you follow sports, or just other human being real stuff going on, like we're almost at 500,000 casualties for covid um let's do some ads let's do some ads right out of the gate you know this whole this whole thing should be ads but let's do uh, a couple of quick ads we got a new one this week um first one the old standby i financial group can take care of all your commercial equipment financing needs with one page application you can be pre-approved same day walk out the door you don't even need to be in the door you're in your own door you're at home you're doing it from home let todd todd bodell that is and who is in town later this week, I hope. Uh, and I Financial, the letter I Financial Group, earn. We end at your business at 949-510-1590. That's 949 South Orange County, 949 Palindrome, 510, just like the uh, area code in the East Bay, 1590-1590. Or email Todd at tbodell at ifinancialgroup.com. Get that home-based business. You know, businesses are rewarded in ways that individuals are not for whatever reason in this country. Employees are not. You need to have a little business, some kind of little business to start. You get breaks. Uh, we don't take care of our citizenry in this country, but uh, we do We do uh, give tax breaks to business owners. And even though small business owners are taking it on the chin right now, of course. But, um, but yeah, start that little business, whatever it is, you know. If you sew, which I don't know one person, I know a couple of people, um, you know, if you make little toys out of popsicle sticks, you know, if you make little mittens like in Vermont, if you make little Bernie dolls out of yarn, start a little biz. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so I finance group, hope, hope to see Todd, Bodell, him and his brother, Chris are in town later this week and, uh, hope to go down there and check it out and see what's going on. For the uh, transfer of ownership on something. Um, fix that credit score. Hey, hey, guys, let's do a credit score ad now. You got a bad credit score? Fix that credit score. And you'll fix so much in your life. Um, call Ronan David, R-O-N-A-N, Ronan David, D-A-V-I-D, at 310-773-1716. 310-773-1716. One seven one six at credit report. I'm uh, sorry, credit repair nine zero two one zero. Ronan went to Beverly Hills High. I worked with him at Warren County Associates almost twenty years ago now. Wow. Um, 
you can find him on Facebook as well. He's a friend of mine. He's trustworthy. He's very smart. He comes from smart genes. Um, he grew up in Beverly Hills. He lives there now. Well-connected. Um, they can help you consolidate credit. And they're also looking for agents. So if you want to work there as well as an agent, they need people to help with um, consolidating uh, credit and uh, credit, uh, debt. Debt. So if you're looking for work, you can contact him about being an agent. Uh, and they can get you rates like, um, what do you, it, it's a setup fee of 190 for the credit. And then it's $89 a month, which you can do for years and get off of, uh, you know, get out of that debt and paying those uh, interest rates that are ridiculous. It's all negotiable though. So call them credit repair, 90210, Ronan David. I love the 90120, you know, um, do you have inaccurate, obsolete, or unverifiable items on your credit report? They handle collections, bankruptcy, evictions, repossessions, foreclosures, child support, student loans, medical bills, late payments, and more. I personally, in my life, Patrick Keene, I maxed out two credit cards, and it is a weight that uh, you cannot get out from under. I remember making like four to $500 monthly payments and still not making progress. Um, and look, I was raised well. You know, private schools, South Orange County, California, um, you know, and I was raised well and I still landed in that trouble, but I was able to get out with some uh, credit consolidation uh, twice and got my credit back. I now have two credit cards. One has zero balance and is basically there for emergencies. One has a couple hundred bucks on it that I pay off uh, usually every other month. Nothing compared to where I was 10, 15 years ago. Uh, I'm able to keep it going much more under control and that's what you want. Uh, kind of like tattoo removal. I think tattoo removal will be a big business uh, as we move into the future. Just because there's so many freaking tattoos out there now. Sleeves and everywhere. And, uh, you know, people in their teens and 20s. And I'm like, you're going to want that your whole life? You know? It's like, what if you messed around with someone you don't want uh, on your credit report? At least that can go away. Well, it used to be able to go away. Now social media has brought it back. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, so Ronan's in Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills knows something about money management, I'll tell you. It's a nice nice part of town, if you know what I mean. Big thing is you get out of trouble, you stay out of trouble, okay? If you get in trouble with iFinancial because you, you're not honest with them, then you go to Credit Repair, 90210, uh, to get you out of trouble. But uh, both good people, both good companies, tell them I sent you, um, and do the right thing, right? Okay, let's see. Um, hey, guys, happy... Uh, valentine's day it's canadian valentine's day it's the day after valentine's day how did we do that um how did we do it <clears throat> with love i uh this is my last uh post from arizona i leave for la southern california um tomorrow and uh it was great great weekend great couple days i saw the jackson hole wyoming relatives they came in town sister her two kids and brother it was great um they appreciate the weather obviously it's you know zero or nine degrees there so it's just heaven to them so it's nice to see people enjoy the weather that you take for granted and you're like oh okay cool you learned to <clears throat> you relearned to love it too and my sister's able to get a lot a lot done here my nephew cooper had some hockey tournaments <clears throat> with the moose the jackson moose uh franchise down here uh playing i think uh, the 10 year old level Love seeing them. Sister, our sister's just amazing, man. She was raised with three brothers and an overbearing father. And she not only kept us, she kept up with the Joneses. She per surpassed the Joneses 
Have you surpassed a Jones before? She did it. Just an amazing spirit. I complained once to my parents about her when we were kids. We were fighting or something, you know. My dad just laughed, and he's like, you don't know how good you got it with this girl. Do you know how crazy sisters can be um, and how nuts they can drive you? Well, he was right about so many things that at the time I didn't think he was. But, um, um, yeah, very lucky to have her as a sister. It's funny how your heroes shift, right? She's definitely one of them. You get away from maybe leaders um, more toward, you know, like like when I was younger, you, you have the leaders and then you get older and you, you get you more toward the rebels. Not that they can't be the same. Uh, for sure they can be and usually are. But um, I feel like I admire the right people again, you know, after being in 20 years and seeing some people get very rich and, you know, that industry as well as, you know, other industries, business, politics, um, maybe even education. Who knows? You see some of the wrong people get rewarded. You see a lot of money get thrown at different people that you don't think are good, that you don't think are qualified, talented, whatever. And it's just a, uh, it's an unjust world. It's a great lesson. But uh, so your heroes kind of become more specific and maybe, maybe uh, like the, the guy who wrote this book, uh, Passion Economy, his dad was just a working actor in New York for years. He never hit the big time, but he was a working actor. He loved life. He and his, he and his mom, his mom and his dad, they loved life and they were working actors. And, you know, he got away from the safe structured job that would have paid him well because he wanted to love and appreciate his life. Anyway, um, I think part of it said I'm 48, so it's probably going to be world leaders, not necessarily music and comedy legends who OD'd in their 20s and 30s anymore. You know, when you're younger, those were the cool people. Was it cool for a time? I don't know. Definitely not cool now. There's just too much going on. There's too much you can do, you know. Nobody's going to stop and salute you anymore when you OD like I feel like they used to. Mitch Hedberg may have been the last one, for me anyway. Could be my age, right? I was right in there. I was, I think, early 30s when he passed, or late 20s. Um, Keep in mind, that's the thing. Keep in mind your age at the time of these things, right? I was talking to my buddy, Josh Weiner, great comedy writer, great writer and comedy writer, and we discussed Tom Brady, Joe Montana, who was better. Brady longer, Montana... uh, Better winning percentage in Super Bowls, no picks in Super Bowls. Uh, probably a um, little bit looser. Didn't try to control everything. Didn't force it. Let the game to come and hit him a little more. I'd probably prefer Montana in a one-on-one situation in a game. Um, just like I'd prefer Magic in a, in a one-on-one game uh, with anybody. Um, you know... I, I still think Magic is the greatest basketball player ever, but but that is because how impressionable I was at that age when I saw Joe Montana, when I saw Magic Johnson at the time. You know, at that time, I thought Weekend at Bernie's was amazing. So take it all with a grain of salt. How old were you when something went, went on, you know? Um, I saw a clip from Weekend at Bernie's a few years ago, and it just, I was like, oh my God, I, I love this movie as a kid. This is so bad. You know, I love all three actors, um, but it was deaf. For the junior high kids at the time. I don't know. Um, God, what a fascinating podcast. We're almost halfway through this. Uh, I saw, uh, yeah, I saw that clip and man, I was just like, to hold up, it has to be good in the beginning, I guess. If I see it as a 30-year-old in 1989 or whenever that movie came out, 87, if if I'm 30 then and I see 
Weekend at Bernie's? You know, do I think it's as good? I don't know. Let's find out. There's a DeLorean right here. Let's hop in. That's the power of love. Um, okay. Um, so, yeah, my sister could see in her Jackson Hole, you know, one of my faves, one of my faves. Um, hopefully I spend enough time. I spent a lot of time with my little brother growing up. I don't know. Sometimes if I spend enough time with my little sister. I think I did both. Um, it's funny. I used to joke about uh, how having a crush on one of your sister's friends is one thing because that that can get reprimanded how about having a crush on one of your sister's enemies that's really not going to happen that's really where it's not that's how you out, out you trick them they're like yeah i don't know you know i don't know so you like aaron huh yeah i don't know if that could work out oh okay well i'll tell you what then i'm gonna like vanessa who your sister hates and then it's like oh oh and then you should go for aaron you should go for aaron it's like yeah backdoored it on you backdoored it on you um, my theory about the next great quarterback, he'll be from Massachusetts. The next quarterback to win four Super Bowls will be from, or more, will be from like the Boston, Massachusetts, or New England area. And he'll go play for like the Falcons or the Lions or something until uh, the Chargers maybe. And he'll win four titles. This is why. First quarterback to win four Super Bowls, Terry Bradshaw, was from the South. Okay. He went to Pittsburgh. Joe Montana grew up a Pittsburgh Steeler fan. He goes to San Francisco, wins four Super Bowls. Tom Brady grew up in the Bay Area, a 49er fan. He goes to Boston to win four Super Bowls. So right now, there's a kid in the Boston area, maybe in Tampa, I don't know, and he's going to go on and play. And maybe he's going to do it for Houston. That'd be cool if he went and did it for Houston. They could use some titles. Um, so anyway, my hairs have shifted. Still like the old ones, but I think I've come to admire back room people that don't get the press you know when you dig a little deeper and dig for the truth and you get behind the front line you know um usually those backroom people are uh, so good they eventually make their way to the surface anyway belichick larry david etc so okay uh valentine's day was a little weird a little weirdly a little hard weirdly uh, i don't know why the previous i think because the previous four i was obligated and this one uh, was the first time in four years that, uh, I don't know, that I didn't, uh, I wasn't giving that that love to the same person. So uh, that's a little tricky to navigate. But uh, I think you try to improve. You, you try to be not someone else, but just better than you, you yourself were the day before. I heard that yesterday. My sister told me that. I think that was uh, Jeff Spicoli who said that. Uh, did the Irvine Improv Saturday night with Steve Byrne, Monterey, and uh, Gary Cannon. It was fun. It was a drive-in show. Stranded at the drive-in. Um, and so that was weird, but it was fun. The honking, they honk in place of laughter. I don't know if that works for me. It's almost like, I don't honk, just laugh, uh, which is good. Um, what movies did I see at drive-in as a kid? Grease, Bad Boys, Scarface. We went and saw Bad Boys and Scarface um, back-to-back. I think it was Easter Eve. I think it was the night before Easter. And my dad just wanted to get out of the house as kids in like 81, whenever that came out, 81, 82. And I think my mom stayed home. And we went, it was in Toledo or Michigan, and we went to a drive-in. And... Dude, Bad Boys and Scarface. I, I was nine. I was nine years old. Those movies are horrifying. And I think one or two of my little siblings was with me. 
and my dad just took us and you know he got away and he didn't even care he it was so violent both those movies didn't even care he was just like yeah we're watching this i'm getting away and uh but i remember my mom wasn't with us maybe that's why um and i think it was easter eve so crazy man just crazy um where are we here okay we're flying through stuff how was southern california return i have that written down why do i have that written down god i'm an idiot sometimes about this stuff um yeah so i was bummed when the drive-in left but uh it was good i, I again i I, th- I don't think the horns help at the drive-in show you know people that are there it was a full house and it's the top level of a parking structure and they've got a great jumbotron where they can see you and then they can hear you because they tune it in on the radio and that front row and the front couple of rows is great because they back those trucks in and they just stare out the back of the truck and uh they get blankets and food and they can bring as much alcohol as they want i think it was like 125 a car load which is a good deal and then you bring as much food and alcohol as you want and you watch the show you bring four or five people and uh tune it in on the radio and you're good you don't need to honk as laughter i think that's 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 a good idea for comics that are doing these outdoor shows is just to uh do the stuff let them laugh <clears throat> but the honking can throw it off that just adds another element i agree with that yeah that's my new stance on that don't worry about the honking okay um but it, it was going to be back for, in Southern California for a day, and then, uh, and then I'm going back there tomorrow. Tonight or tomorrow, I don't know yet. Um, I listened to Costa, Mike Costa on Rogan. It was great. It's like four hours, dude. <clears throat> Love that guy. It was great. Um, pretty good entertainment. When you can keep people entertained for four hours with just two people and a couple microphones, that's really something. Really something special. Um, you know, and uh, there's so many comics moving to Austin. But Costa's in New York. He's on the uh, Daily Show. Give that a chance. Roy Wood, two of my faves. Him and Roy are uh, both on that show. Been watching a lot of after-school videos, spelled S-K-O-O-L videos, all about, ultimately, none of us know what we're doing. That's really it. S-K-O-O-L. But you got to do something to figure out that you don't know what you're doing. Um, and uh, those are good videos. They're good for kids, too, I think. It's called After School, and it's a whole bunch of philosophers, and it's it's put to anime and sketch and all this stuff. Uh, guys, I'm getting dental surgery this week. We're going to finish well below 30 minutes on this one. I'm getting uh, gum extracted from the bottom of some desks from my old grade school in Toledo and put in, in some of my teeth. I have receding gum lines that are... Uh, I've always been candid about that. I ever see I, I brush floss. I, I you know, I floss since high school. I've brushed between the teeth for the last six months with this new little bristle and realized flossing doesn't come close to getting the job done if you've got cavernous gums like I do. So I'm getting uh gum extracted from parts of my gums and then put in place of where it's retracting. I've got to do three different surgeries, the first of which is this week in Beverly Hills, where you can sign on for credit repair, 90210. They're paying for it. Um, So I'm dealing with a lot of stuff here with the gum retraction. I'm good about the teeth, but but what's nice is the gum specialist, the periodontist, just says, look, this is like DNA. This isn't your behavior. You clearly brush. Um, You got a nice sparkle going. Uh, It's just receding gums. It can be... uh, just something in your uh, makeup. So that's pretty cool. 
that I'm doing that. But it feels good to take action. You know, it feels real good to take action. Um, sister's passport finalization. Hopefully, we went yesterday to get the uh, her picture taken for the Irish passport. We're all good to go, I think. At least they have it. So he's going to chop that up, crop that up, send it to me. I send it off. Um, and we'll get those renewed. You got to get them renewed every 10 years, even though this last 10 years, I haven't been to Ireland in more than 10 years. Neither is my sister or brother. So these had no uh, stamps in them whatsoever. But it is fascinating. I don't know if, in dealing with the Irish embassy, if they want this dual citizenship thing. I really don't because they don't respond to emails. They're not friendly on the phone. I don't know if they like Americans, so I don't know if they want us back or our money. <clears throat> which reminds me of my Irish grandparents so much. It's like, oh, you love us, but you have a funny way of showing it. I don't know. But, you know, as, um, <clears throat> as Matt Damon says in The Departed regarding, who's he talking about? Sigmund Freud. He said, the Irish are the only group that's impervious to psychoanalysis. He said that about the Irish, and I got, I freaking agree with him wholeheartedly. Um. The influx of American immigrants from Europe, emigrants from Europe, from the 17th century on, blows my mind, Like especially when they move to cold areas, the north, the northeast, the Minnesotas, the Idahos. How bad were things in Europe that people risked it all to come to Buffalo, Boston, Syracuse, Minnesota? Was it just something new, less people? Easier terrain, less government regulation, freedom from religion. Even though now you have to go to Europe for freedom of religion, truly. Both ends of the religious spectrum. I think, I think people came here for freedom from religion and then to do their own religion. So it's both ends that came here. People that wanted none and people who wanted to go full bore. Fundamentalism came here. It's got to be economic opportunities, right? That's the core of everything. The biggest. It's got to be. They couldn't, they could, these countries and the, these, these people couldn't take the king and queen anymore of these places. Old controlled economies, no room for growth, old ways of doing business, famine, space was a big thing. Only now are Americans realizing, hey, I can live in Arizona or Vegas or Austin, nine degrees yesterday, the Carolinas, Florida, South Texas. San Diego. San Diego is now like the seventh biggest city behind Phoenix. But they don't have a football team. You know, only now can, only now, like snowbirds, people are finally flocking. It seems like it. Why are we in northern Wisconsin? Why are we staying here? But comfort zones, man. People are inherently lazy and scared. And they'll always go back to those things. You can love a candidate, love, love, love a candidate, all the way until those that week up until the election, and the news can release some slander on them, some fake scandal, and uh, and it's over because you just go, okay, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna panic, I'm gonna go back to the the guy that's already there, or the person that's already there, or or the policies that are already there, even though I don't like them. This new thing scared me. Okay. Um. Florida. Florida's divided on the east and west by Midwesterners. And you, you're on the east coast of Florida. It's like, where are you from? Boston. Where are you from? New York. You know, Virginia, Philly. 
You go to the west coast of Florida, like Tampa. Where are you from? Michigan, Ohio. We're from Chicago. It's so funny. It's glaring. It's glaring. Um, yeah, so I've been in Arizona now like two months, man. Two months. Really, I've been here pretty much all the way since Thanksgiving. And uh, it's been great. It's been great to uh, be here, to get away from L.A., to open the mind a little bit. Um, you know, freedom. You know, it's hard, though, because this last 20 years, you get your identity from kind of stand-up and traveling and joke writing and performing, and that's been erased. And so there is this, like, uh, search for identity. And it's very humbling because you thought, like, you know, you just think you're the cat's pajamas. Never understood that. You think you're the cat's pajamas doing all these things, and... Uh, Turns out you're not. <laughs> you're not that big. The world can go on without you. So um, it's been really humbling. But uh, perspective is great. Wisdom, insight that comes with it is fantastic. Um, so, yeah, it, it's been good just to step away from that. <clears throat> and I'm going to step back into that. And I'm obviously moving to Orange County next week. So I'll be done with L.A. I don't know when I'd come back unless it were... Um, years from now at least a couple years at least three let's say at least three years away from uh from being back there and to be back there which i don't need to ever go back but to be back there to live back there it would entail like some big contract and i don't know who if there's any big contracts out there anymore well there always are but uh anyway um that's what it would take uh but if anything, after Orange County, I would just go to a different part of the uh, country or the world. So we'll see. We'll see what these new opportunities come uh, come with. Because I look forward to it starting March, uh, working full-time. Okay, um, here we are, Patrick Keene's Tweets of the Week. That's this point of the episode. So let's play the music. Let's play the lead-in music just to get some hype going. Doesn't that go well with the water heater that just went on a few moments ago in the garage of my mother's place uh, before I head back? And I'll be doing this. Hopefully, I'll be doing this some more. I don't know. Maybe I'll stop at a year. Hopefully, I'll have time. Uh, priorities are going to get resituated here pretty quick. But uh, I'll, have, I'll definitely have content. We'll have the time to do this. But uh, probably I'll make time. It'll be reporting from uh, Mission Viejo, California, where I went to high school and junior high and grade school off and on um okay tweets of the week on monday i tweeted tom brady and whitey bulger basically had the same path when they left boston whitey bulger was that gangster did you ever see that he was a terrible gangster out of boston that went to santa monica and then uh yeah he ended up getting caught years later right on, so get it tom brady went to went on to win a super bowl whitey bulger went to jail so that was some funny sarcasm sarcasm has gotten you pretty farcasm on Tuesday, I tweeted, beware the person who's all caught up on Netflix. You know what I mean? That's, that's way too much time on the hands. Because we're all getting thrown so many suggestions. And it's like, I, you, you can, none of us can take them all. None of us can take them all. On Wednesday, I tweeted, is Return of the Jedi the only thing that ends well? You know what I mean? Like, growing up after all these years with all these movies, seeing all this stuff, I'm like, was that the happiest? Like, just them around the fire? I mean, it was a bunch of dead people, wasn't it? Yoda, Obi-Wan, and Anakin Skywalker sitting around the fire. 
They're spirits. But it ended well. Yeah, that's going to be good for sound. Um, on Thursday, I tweeted, today you can make a joke and have a really good time if you just re replace the word stupid with Cupid. It's the economy, Cupid. Or girls go to Jupiter to get more Cupider. See how much fun I'm having. Okay, that's fun, right? You just play. If you want to make a post on Facebook or Twitter or Insta, you just say a joke like that. Today you can make a joke and have a really good time. Okay, on Friday I tweeted, uh, ha-ha, Tom Brady's not going to win a Super Bowl this weekend. Get it? Because football's over. So how would he? You know, so that was the joke there. Tom Brady's not going to win a Super Bowl this weekend. That was fun. So football's gone. I think May 7th is when the schedule comes out. Uh, so that'll be fun. And then they have the combines and the draft and all that stuff. And then they'll be back in business come August. It'll be here before you know it. That's what they say. Um, thanks, guys. That was Patrick Keene's Tweets of the Week. That was just magical. Um, and that usually ends the episode, right, when I say Tweets of the Week. I didn't realize that at Godfather... I always thought, like, growing up, I was like, I think Marlon Brando dies halfway through. It's not till the end he dies. And then they have the last scene, the montage at the end of Killing um, that ends that movie. Um, great sequel, by the way. He had to do something big, and he did. But, uh, yeah, that's at the end. So he's in the full movie. And just like his passing happens at the end of godfather tweets of the week happen at the end of this episode so that's all for this week thanks for joining keen on things don't know why you're doing it but i appreciate appreciate you it's what it does for me is it gives me structure it gives me something to kind of that glares in the back of my head because you can't just keep you can't go completely without structure in your life or without routine and that's what it gives me and i hope you're doing something in your life that gives you routine you know that makes you a little better than you were the day before. Who cares if you only accomplish 15% of the things, you know? I was listening to Jordan Peterson. You want to accomplish those things so that you can get to what you want to do. It'll force you to do what you want to do. So, um, Keen on Things podcast, uh, Keen of Comedy, you know, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. So, thanks for joining, and uh, have a good week, and we'll see you next time. We made it to 30. Wow, love you.